0: This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4. He loops out the left field, gonna be a tough play. Cheater on the run makes the play. Oh, flies into the stairs.
1: Back end of the grandstand in left field. The Sanchino. No, that Gary is scary. Ball game over. Yankees
0: win. Ah! Yankees win! I mean, are they even going to make the playoffs? At this point, are the Yankees even going to make the playoffs? Whoops. (laughs) Fucking hell. It is so bad. It is so disgustingly bad right now. Like, I usually wake up so excited on the weekends, Saturday, Sunday, especially with that day game, 1 o'clock games, for the Yankees. I look forward to the Yankees. I'm like, okay, this is it. Even if they're on a little bit of a losing streak, I will turn on the TV, 1 o'clock comes, and I'm like, okay, we're a couple of games back from the division, you know, one and a half back. This is a big game. I can get hyped up for this. Now I'm not hyped up for shit. You know, the division is most likely over. Now we're fighting for a wild card. Or second place, as they call it this year. The wild card will be the third place team. We're in third place, folks. We are third place. We have the wild card spot. We're fighting for second. Not first. We're fighting for second. We're in third fighting for second. We're actually closer to fourth place than we are to first place. The New York Yankees, who... who, have the highest payroll in the game. The New York Yankees, the evil empire are struggling to overtake the division from the, um, big, bad, scary, small market, Tampa Bay Rays. Ha <laughs> What's going on guys, it's Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4, episode 154 of the podcast tonight, so be sure to uh, follow us and subscribe to us on the many different platforms we have, if you haven't yet, just go to my website, nysportstalk.rc.wordpress.com slash connect, Um, once again, nysportstalk.rc.wordpress.com slash connect, it's in the description or it's on the page, um, or the screen, if you're watching the podcast, guys, it's not looking good, it's not looking good for the Yankees, and um... Tonight's a special episode. I had my buddy on, so, you know, we had a nice conversation. Uh, Ryan is a diehard Yanks fan, Um, so we talked for about, I don't know, I want to say a half hour about the state of the Yankees and kind of just recapped everything that's been going on lately and talked about the team um, and their chances at winning a title, winning, um, you know, Getting into the playoffs and winning the division, we talked about a lot of things, you know, because it's not pretty. It's been a very, very, very underwhelming season for the New York Yankees this year, who started out 16 and six and since then have fallen to 21 and 19, which is 5 and 13 ball um, since that. Uh, 16 and six stretch to start the season, so they've been really bad. They've been very poor, and um, you know we don't want to waste too much time tonight. So let's head to our first break of the night, and when we get back, we'll recap games one to four. Be right back. Hey guys, really quick, I just want to remind you that if you go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, you can find me on social media you can find the links to my podcast and my blog. So that's all you got to do. Just go to my website, go to ny nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com and there will be a page that displays all of my information. All right, guys, thank you. Let's get back to the show. So game one comes along. It is... Um... Michael King, who was pitching for the Yankees. And, you know, on the other hand, the Yankees had to hit some random pitcher from Baltimore. I forget who it was. Um, But the Yankees took that loss uh, 6-5. to It was a nine-inning game, which um, I think it was an extra inning game since it was a doubleheader. It was game one of a doubleheader. Um, And, you know, the Yankees just didn't do much. Um, Nothing in the top of the... First for them, but at the bottom of the first, Michael King surrenders a um, solo home run to Mullins of the Orioles. So they take the one nothing lead um, after the top of the first inning. So, you know, King has done that a couple of times. Um, he's let up some homers so far for the Yankees. But, yeah, that would that would lead off the game for the O's to, to make it one nothing after an inning. Um, <laughs> it was a shot to, uh, like, right center field. So... Come the top of the second, though, the Yankees did respond. Okay, so uh, it was, um, I think it was Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez who came through and delivered for the New York Yankees in the top of the second. Um, Hooray. Good for Gary, <laughs> who was benched uh, tonight or earlier today. Um, but, yeah, Gary answers in the top of the second to make it one-to-one. We get to the top of the third inning, and um, bases are loaded. You know the Yankees are looking to score big time here. A couple of big blasts will put the game away. Um, so it's it's top of the third, bases juiced. Um, Guardy comes to the plate, and Brett Gardner delivers with a single up to middle to plate two more runs. Um, that makes it I think. Three to one Yankees, and then Talkman takes the plate. Maybe the next at bat, and he draws a walk, makes it four to one. Yankees don't get that big hit, but you know they'll have to settle with a Brett Gardner two-run single and a Mike Talkman, um, and a Mike Talkman walk. (laughs) So that made it four to one after three innings of play so we got to the bottom of the fourth and Michael King, here we go again. Let's up another home run this time. It's a two run shot to Ruiz. Um, and this put the Orioles within one run, making it four to three Baltimore or four to three Yankees. Um, you know, Kings had a couple of those, but that was the, uh, final frame. He pitched a couple of home runs, uh, three total runs. And, um, So pitched four innings of four hit baseball, walked two. So, um, you know, six base runners and he struck out three, but, you know, King's had a lot of outings so far this year where he's pitched well for, you know, a stretch, a small stretch, maybe an inning plus or two. And then he's had that one bad inning that kind of takes him out of the game. And so, you know, that continued, uh, in game one of the series. So, You know, the home run to Ruiz makes it four to three. And then the bottom of the fifth, it was Ben Heller who came in to pitch for the Yankees. Um, And Ben Heller, I think he let up another. Yeah, it was Nunez this time who hits a home run off of Ben Heller. um, And that made it four to four. Let's see if we can fast forward a little bit here on the screen if you're watching the podcast. Um, Yeah, the home run here makes it four to four deep shot to center. Um, and so the Yankees, you know, didn't do much for a few innings afterwards until the extra innings came along and they finally scored in the top of the ninth. Um, and it was Miguel and Duhar and Clint Frazier, um, delivering the blows. Miggy hit the big RBI single, you know, with the runner on second, obviously to start the extras, um, is the new rule this year. So Miggy delivers the, uh, the game leading hit with Holder on second. <laughs> um, or third, I think he advanced on a pass ball. So Miggy goes to right field, singles in a run, um, and then Clint Frazier comes up the next at bat, and he, uh, or a couple at bats later, and he singles again to bring in another Yankee run to make it six to four. Um, bottom of the ninth game, Chad Green got the save, let up just one run, ground ball double play with the bases juice, but that was it. The Yankees took the victory six to five. Um, Holiday flew out to end the game. So that was Game One. Um, let's get to Game Two. It was much, um, you know, it was it wasn't much for the Yankees. As this is where it started to go really, really bad. Um, three losses in a row from here, and uh, you had Garcia taking the mound. You know, looking to do the same thing after what he did um, in his debut, going six innings of uh, one run ball, no earned runs, and he struck out eight. Um, But he didn't exactly repeat that performance in this one. Um, He went four and two thirds frames of baseball, uh, letting up four runs, uh, one home run, five hits, two walks, and six strikeouts. So a lot of base runners on Garcia was not nearly as sharp as he was in his debut. That's going to happen. But um, why am I on the wrong? Hold on. Sorry, I've been playing the wrong video the entire time for game two. Sorry. Let's get back to the, uh, trying to fix the feed here. All right, so yeah. So, you know, Garcia doesn't have as good of an outing, but whatever. Um, You know, I think it started in the bottom of the second inning where, um, Ryan Mountcastle? The fuck? guy just kills the Yankees apparently, but he hit a two run bomb off Garcia to make it two nothing O's after two innings. And <laughs> so it was up to the Yankees to, uh, to respond, you know, um, and that they kind of did. Um, you know, Tyro Estrada gets the RBI ground out. That's as exciting as it'll get nowadays an RBI ground out in the top of the third to make it two to one O's. <laughs> okay. Um, And then I think on the top of the fourth, um, see if I can pull it up here on the screen. Daddy Kratz. Daddy Kratz comes through with a base hit, knocking in uh, two more runs for the Yankees, putting them on top three to two. So they have a three to two lead for a bit, um, entering the fifth inning. But the bottom of the fifth comes, and here's Garcia gets himself into a first and second no out jam. And that's gonna do it for him. Um, I think Clark Schmidt came into the game and had to uh, and had to uh, relieve him. It was an interesting decision to say the very least, as Clark Schmidt is a starting pitcher, and this was his major league debut. <laughs> okay, but here's Aaron Boone putting him into the game, not Ladavino, not anybody else. Um, and you know he was exactly as you'd expect. Uh, Schmidt comes in and, and right away you know I think he surrenders three consecutive uh, RBI hits and this puts the Orioles on top six to three and again that's that's going to be the eventual final score um, why Schmidt was in there to begin with I don't know um, as much as I shit on Adam Modavino for being a choke artist I would have still much rather had him in there because I know he has the ability to escape jams we've seen it before he's just very um, you know up and down, I guess. He's very nerve-wracking. You know, I'd rather have somebody who can be great than a prospect who's obviously going to be very unpredictable. But there goes Aaron Boone putting Clark Schmidt into a tight game, a very tight, important game um, late to, uh, to to try and uh, prevent more damage, but he couldn't do so. And that would be the eventual score, 6-3. to three, The Yankees would lose. Game three. Let's get to game three. Um, This was probably the ugliest game of the series, um, being that we had our ace, Garrett fucking Cole, taking the mound, and we still embarrassed ourselves. The Yankees lost 6-1 to in this game. Garrett Cole goes six innings, lets up five runs, one of them earned, but doesn't tell the whole story if you watch the game. Uh, Gives up a homer, four hits, two walks, and struck out 10. Now, Garrett Cole was, again, it doesn't tell the whole story, this line, because he was very, very dominant. He was really sharp for about five innings. Um, striking out every O he faced, retired a bunch of hitters in a row. Um, but, you know, that one error by Estrada uh, in the bottom of the sixth, I think. So Cole lets up a home run to Stort, okay, to, to start the sixth inning. He lets up a homer to Stort, DJ Stort, who's hitting like, what, a buck 11? <laughs> He's hitting the Yankees. Um that happens in the 6th. Let's see if we can get to it. And after that, it kind of started to unravel for Cole and the Yankees. After the homer by Stewart, uh, Estrada makes an E5 to put a runner on. Cole walks Iglesias. Cole walks Severino. And then he lets up a two-run single to Mountcastle. And then another two-run hit. This one, an, an RBI double. Because of the fan interference, um, you know, by Ruiz, and you know that that makes it five nothing Orioles. Um, fuck, Yankees didn't really respond. In fact, in the in the seventh inning, one of their bum relievers, you know, their, their third tier relievers, Yajuri, lets up another home run to Stort, makes it six nothing. And then the only run the Yankees could muster up came in the top of the eighth, when Clint Frazier um, stayed consistent and homered making it six to one. Um, it's It's been really bad for this team, man. Um, so that was that was game fucking three. Six to one loss. Clint Frazier, the only offensive um, star of the game. Um, but as we go to game four, man, another loss. This one, another ugly loss as the Yankees drop this one five to one. Masahiro Tanaka actually pitches well in this one. He's been their he Yanke- has been the Yankees' most consistent pitcher. I would like to think. Um, it, it's kind of uh, sad that we've got a three hundred million dollar ace right now not pitching like one. Um, but Tanaka's been their most consistent guy, and here he is again today, being um, effective. You know, once again, he he goes fucking what was it five and a third? I would say. I think it was five and a third. Um, innings, lets up four runs, two of them earned, um, you know, the, the obligatory home run that he allows once the game happened. But, you know, six hits a walk and he struck out five. So a decent day for Tanaka. The offense just couldn't get it done. Some fucking rookie pitcher named Kramer um, made his MLB debut. And of course, just like what happened in Atlanta the other week, um, a rookie pitcher debuting shut the Yankee bats down. They had one hit on this Kramer guy threw six innings um, and they scored just one run on him. <laughs> uh, but in the bottom of the first to, to score for the Orioles, um, a bunt single by Alberto started it off. And then here comes DJ Stewart again, hitting a home run to make it to nothing. Um, top of the second comes the Yankees score bases loaded with one out. Um, I think Clint and Miggy singled to get on base Talkman walked so you had the bases juiced for daddy kratz and here he comes again daddy kratz with the rbi 5-3 ground out (laughs) he's been productive i gotta give him credit (laughs) filling in for gary today he had an rbi and um i read some really fucking stupid shit on twitter today it was somebody who's probably just some big gary sanchez shill saying like the yankees ben sanchez today and it still didn't help them Like that was the point. The point is he needs to wake up and get his head out of his ass. So benching him would kind of be a wake up call for him, not the team. Yes. It would also probably help the Yankees with their production. And it did. Kratz had an RBI, but the point of it in the end, so it was a stupid comment to begin with, but the point of it to, you know, to fucking bench the kid is to get his head out of his ass and kind of, you know, get him to realize, Oh shit, they benched me. You know, maybe I have to start stepping it up. Um, so I was actually proud that the Yankees, uh, that Aaron Boone um, was was uh, man enough to bench Gary Sanchez today, and you know, nevertheless, Kratz comes through in the top of the second with the um, the RBI five three, making it two to one Orioles. Uh, bottom of the sixth comes and Tanaka is pulled for Sessa. Tanaka puts two runners on first and second with one out, and um, Yanks are in a little bit of a jam, and Aaron Boone goes with Luis Sessa to escape that jam (laughs) and uh what happens sessa gives up a single to load the bases then picks up a strikeout but then walks home a run um walking holiday to uh to put the o's on top four to one and uh yankees had a little bit of a teaser i guess in the top of the seventh when you know who was it uh i don't know they put first and second on with one out And then they had first and third with two outs, but they came up with nothing. Uh, Torres is pinch hitting at this point. Swings at ball four. A weak grounder to shortstop for the third out. And why he wasn't in the lineup is just beyond me. He just got back yesterday from the DL. Um, I know the Yankees said they planned on doing that. Why do you plan on doing that? You're in the middle of a race for the fucking playoffs, to be honest with you. Um, and you're not playing good baseball lately, you need your most talented hitters out there, even if it's to DH. He should have been getting at bats, um, today, but Cupcake Boone had to, um, had to sit him for the first three at bats of the game. And, uh, Yankees teasing that seventh inning, couldn't get it done. Nick Nelson comes to pitch in the bottom of the seventh, and he lets up some more runs, um, a single, and then an E1 by him trying to pick off a runner on first base. And then later, um, Few at bats later, a sack fly would score the uh, O's fifth run of the game. Uh, top of the ninth, the Yankees had one last chance, and uh, other than a Miggy triple, that would all that would be all. Um, you know, the good thing here, I guess, is that Miggy's starting to come around. He's had a you know a couple of good games this series, but fucking hell, man, this Yankees team just does not have what it takes right now. And I don't know what it is. I don't know how they're going to get their heads out of their ass, but. Guys, it's looking really fucking dull. It's looking really bad right now for this New York Yankees team, and I don't know what. And that's what me and Ryan are going to talk about tonight. So I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, little, uh, hey, we ranted a lot. We, we vented. We got our anger out. And, um, you know, not to, not to sound like a piece of shit asshole fan, which, you know, I am. I'll take it. But I'm just letting out anger, man. I'm angry, and we wanted to uh, we wanted to express our frustration. So, fuck it. Hope you guys enjoy the show tonight. Let's get right to it. Let's head to break first, and we'll get right to the um, conversation that Ryan uh, and I had about the Yankees tonight. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Be right back. Hey, guys. Really quick, I just want to remind you that if you go to my website at nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com, dot com you can find me on social media you can find the links to my podcast and my blog so that's all you got to do just go to my website go to n y sports talk r c dot wordpress dot com and there will be a page that displays all of my information all right guys thank you let's get back to the show All right, so real quickly before we get to the conversation, I almost forgot, let's get to the question of the day, the NYY-NYK question of the day. Uh, Last time out in episode 153, I asked you guys, um, which team was Aaron Judge initially drafted to? Um, And the answer to that question is the Oakland Athletics. He was initially drafted to the Oakland Athletics before going back to college and then coming back, um, getting picked by the Yankees later on. Uh, But that's the answer to 153. In episode 154, for your NYY NYK question of the day, uh, we've got when. Since the Yankees are playing so bad, um, when did the Yankees last place third in the American League East? So one more time, what year was it when the Yankees last placed third in the American League East? So. Again, message me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, preferably Facebook or Instagram these days, uh, or just comment um, on the post once I publish the podcast. So, guys, thank you so much. Let's get right into the uh, conversation that Ryan and and I had tonight um, about the Yankees. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, let's get to it. Thank you. Did you fucking see that game today?
1: Thankfully, I didn't see, like, any of it, because I was out golfing? Oh, my God.
0: Yesterday was so much worse, though. No, or, yesterday's yeah. was brutal. Dude, I'm so done. Like, I, I can't.
1: sucks. It's so bad.
0: Dude.
1: Oh. 36 million. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you can't even get Ryan Mountcastle out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. How you been, man? What are you up to?
1: Not so much. I just watched the basketball game. I had LeBron over nine nice and a half game. assists. He gets nine assists.
0: Yeah, I saw that same. I was watching that. Rockets had it, and then like they did. They the Lakers pulled away in the end. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, I would hope at some point we get to see the Knicks in here, but doubtful. Yeah. Uh,
0: Never. Imagine that day. Never. All right. Um. I mean, it's already recording, so we might as well just cut out whatever we need to cut out. Sounds um, good. I wanted to ask, I guess we'll start before we get into the Yankees. Um, just your overall thoughts and opinion on the COVID season in the MLB, and if you think it's like legitimate and everything. I want to hear your thoughts on that. Well...
1: Uh, I mean, this season's been a joke, like, from just from the start. I mean, what, you had the Marlins in the first week with COVID cases, and now, like, every other team is catching a case. So, like, I mean, I, in this regard, I don't really count the season as, like, legitimate. Although, at the same time, I mean, it's still going on. But it's just, I don't know, it's like, it's just 2020 in a nutshell. Like, nothing's really legit. I, I, I just find the season to be a joke. But that doesn't mean that the Yankees are exempt from being bad.
0: Right. Yeah, man, I kind of feel the same way. Like, back when there was no sports a few months ago, like, I, I was excited when we finally got the news we were getting baseball. But, like, at the same time, in the back of my mind, still, I'm kind of just, like, it's always going to have that asterisk next to it.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: You know? But, um, and it's 60 I, games. Like, it's yeah, not- it, it's, it's cut into a third, dude. Yeah. So, um, I do want to ask you, though, we'll get right into the Yanks, because not going on. So you saw the series, right? Yeah. I mean, that's everything the Yankees have been in 2020 in a nutshell. Like, you talk about underachieving pitching, um, you know, the offense just being completely dead. What do you think on this on this team so far this year?
1: I mean, this is this is something I I thought honestly with the way. Uh, like this season was going to be, fake season, fake team. I was saying, okay, World Series. And I get that injuries happen, okay? But this team, for one, they get injured way too much. I I mean, Judge and Stanton can't play more than two games at a time. And then, I'm sorry, next man up was cool last year. But, I mean, Ford, awful. Tyler Wade, do we even need to talk about Tyler Wade? I mean, and then you have... The pitching, uh, I mean, I think Kaylee might be the biggest loss. This bullpen is, a, is an absolute joke. Cecil comes in here, he gives up runs every time. Chad Green, who I once thought was reliable, he sucks now. Uh, it, and then, obviously, now, Derek Cole, ever since his uh, little dust-up with Boone, he's been awful. Dude. I mean, this team is unbelievably bad. So I've many, never seen it this bad.
0: So many things going on at once, and um, yeah, I mean, you started with the injuries. It's like you've got your your face of the organization, um, who hasn't been able to stay healthy since his magical rookie season. You've got you know money bags, you know Giancarlo Stanton making 300 dollars, not being able to stay on the field. You've got you know the the big maple, um, just completely, dude. It, it's so, and, and now you know the time, like you say, it's. How many times like we're, we're we're fucking throwing Nick Nelson out there? What's Nick Nelson doing? Coming in Avalon? We're throwing all these guys like we don't even have that like we talk about this depth, this depth that the Yankee Bullpen used to have. That's not there anymore. Cainley's not here. Um the went to the Mets. I mean, Britton and Chapman have been shaky for a while. It just you know, we're using guys, Holder, Heller, Nelson, Sessa, Michael King lasagna like all these guys who don't you know these third tier relievers out there we don't have that depth that we used to in that bullpen
1: and honestly i think the most pathetic thing is and uh, i mean you just said jonathan holder i can't believe i'm saying this he's one of our better he's relievers. been consistent how
0: bad the bullpen's been. he's been consistent he's that one guy. of the guys that don't mind coming in yeah seriously it's that's unbelievable him. It's, oh, it is. And then you've got Chad Green and Adovino who come in and they've got one pitch each. They can't figure out, you know, they they can't get outs unless they, unless he's throwing his fastball and he's throwing his slider. I mean, there's nobody in this pen that's living up to expectation right now. And then you look on the flip side, man, you look at this rotation and let's see, I've got, you've got Garrett Cole with, with the home run issues. What do you think that's attributed to? Do you think there's something to do? Do you think it has something to do with something, or is it just fucking random? It, I don't. I don't. It's tough
1: because I think he's tipping pitches a little bit. But time, at, ta- at the same time, I I just think he's leaving. Like, yes, he has a good fastball, but he's just leaving pitches down the middle. Like, you're gonna get smoked. I mean, I've seen Scherzer's gotten smoked before too you're in an ALE, you're in a division, the ALEs that has small dimensions, like, and he just, he keeps throwing fastballs down the middle. You can't throw down the middle. And that this is an adjustment that he keeps saying, we're working on, we're working on yet. It's the same thing. And I've noticed his off-speed pitches too have been garbage. It's just
0: hanger after hanger. Uh, It's unbelievable. He's hung a lot of pitches. Yeah. I've noticed that too. And the fastball, it's just going right down the plate and, you know, hitters are going to take advantage of that shit. So it starts with him, obviously. I mean, Garrett Cole oh, is on point. If he's not one of the best pitchers in the game, this rotation doesn't really have a shot. You know, who do you trust in that postseason outside of, you know, him and maybe Tanaka if they're on their games? There's nobody else there. So you no. need those two guys to be on. Cole's <laughs> not been on. Tanaka's actually been the Yankees' best starter. He has. Um, but, you know, Happ is old. He's declining. Um, you know, big pussy's always hurt. He's overrated anyway. Yeah. Um, oh.
1: Goodbye to him
0: after this year, baby. by the way. Yeah. Oh, dude, he, he's got – Paxton's got to walk. I mean, he's, he's, he's got to go. I don't know. How did we not
1: see from his first start the guy was throwing 92? And yet <laughs> Boone, Boone keeps on saying, oh, no, it's fine. It's fine. Like, what does this retarded manager see? Like, am, am I – like, is he not watching the games that, that we're watching? The guy's throwing 92-mile-per-hour meatballs. If he's going to keep doing it, he's about as useless as hap. And look at what happens.
0: It's, it's this thing with Boone where it's like he's afraid to kind of get on his team a little bit or afraid to not be positive. He's so like, like there's, there's that lack of urgency you want from a manager to lead your team. Like, I feel like he doesn't have that sense of urgency. He has zero accountability. Like when he benched Gary today, I was very happy for that, but that's a rare occurrence. You never see him take action like that that often. And he's just so you – know, you watch him in the press or he's overly positive or he just – you know, he never seems to be, you know, trying to force his team to get their shit together. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a domino effect that can – you know, that's why this Yankees team kind of has no drive at times because it starts with the fucking manager who's always with that low energy. He, he, has, he has that vibe on him where he's just not yeah. very passionate maybe. I
1: mean, it's the first – and his post game presser. It's the same thing every. The first thing he's saying is, well, I mean, you know, we're going to take the positives away. When you're, when you, I'm sorry, when you lose three out of four to the Orioles, there's no positives. The, the Orioles are garbage. And I don't know who pitched today. It was some guy making his debut. You, you get one hit in six innings. But no, no, no. Let's look at the positives here. We fought. I mean, this guy's he, pathetic. This guy's garbage.
0: It's it's that, and then it's like the, he's very, very. I don't know if it's coming from upstairs or not, but he's very analytically driven, driven. Mm-hmm. Where it's it's the fucking pitch count, where he's taking guys out prematurely, or he's mixing and matching in the pen. He he's, or you know, even on the flip side, Ryan, it's like with the lineup, he'll sit LeMahieu one day. You know, Torres comes back yesterday, and he sits today. I mean, it's fucking unbelievable. The amount of shit this guy has to do just to just to rest his guys. You would think in a sixty-game sprint there would be none of that shit, but here it is.
1: And listen, I'm for resting guys every once in a while, but this is a team that's way too reliant on the. Yeah, we're almost in fourth place. And, except you cannot. I'm sorry. There's no reason to be resting guys when you're in September. You're fu- you're two games up on the eight seed. If if you told me they would be two games up on the eight seed at this point. When the season started, I would even call you nuts. That's how garbage this team is, and yet they still continue to bench guys like it's nothing. Oh, that's all right. We're a lock for October. Oh
0: they're gonna get swept by. Bu- they're gonna get swept by Buffalo. Oh shit! They that's coming up this week, right?
1: Tomorrow. Yeah, Buffalo Jays. This uh, I this think it's tomorrow Jays. through Wednesday.
0: Uh, it, it's. I'm really scared when I look at the lineup cards. Like every day, and they're released. You've got like Mike Ford. He'll put batting third. Well, Go. he had Brett Gardner batting third the other day. He has fucking, you know, Aaron Hicks hitting. Dude, how many guys in this lineup are fucking hitting under the Mendoza right
1: now? Oh my You have well, let's Hicks. I was counting. Before,
0: I did a little math. I went on the MLB site and I looked the team's hitting like uh, I was like 239. And you take that and you take away LeMayu's, you know, 380 whatever the hell That shit's even worse without him. It it just goes to show how important he is, but how reliant they are on on somebody like him because they've got no other guys like that. I
1: mean, just run through this lineup. You got, there's way too many zeros. Hicks, zero. Gardner, zero. Then you have Wade's a zero. Mike Ford is a zero. Obviously, Slobchez is a zero. Yep. I I mean, you're not going to win.
0: Estrada's been awful. And a horse. Not, other than today, he hasn't been hitting.
1: And today, of course, he had to make an error. Clockwork.
0: <sighs> you're not going to win a World Series. You're not even going to be successful in the regular season if you continue to just... like Their lineup, dude, it's so fucking strikeout prone. It's so home run hungry. Or It's, it's so difficult to watch. It really is.
1: Like, it, it, it is.
0: At least yet- last year in the regular season there were moments where it looked like they had their shit together. But this year, man, it's like from game one to wherever we are now, there's no fucking fun in watching this team. No. It's more torture.
1: And yeah. I'll tell you what, what was it? It was uh, Wednesday night's game against Tampa Bay summed up this team perfectly. You had the fireworks happened on Tuesday night with Chapman. Yeah. And I think what's his name? Mike or or something. And then you come out, you lay in, You give up four runs without even getting an out, and Russell hits two home runs. That shows this team is—it's oh, soft. There's yeah. no energy, no passion, nothing. And yet here they are. They're just letting Tampa Bay just destroy them. You can hear Tampa screaming from the dugout. There's so embarrassing. Fee-boy.
0: That is the most embarrassing. Like you, I, I was so I would be so embarrassed if I was on that team, uh, fucking watching the Rays on your own turf, man, just fucking laugh at you on the other side of the dugout. Yeah. You can hear it, like you said. There's no crowd. And they're just fucking... They're they're, they're the Yankees' fucking dads right now. The Yankees are the real bitch at the moment. It, it's just incredible the way this whole thing is, is uh, shaping up. I, I just... <laughs> I don't even know... Like, I don't even know where to go from here. So I, fucked up.
1: I don't know. I mean, I would say... Fire the manager, but how Steinbrenner's not going to do it. That's not happening. not going to do it.
0: That's not happening. He's all part of
1: their plan. It's it's never going to happen.
0: What would happen? Do you think? Do you think it would take? uh, What do you think it would take? Like like missing the playoffs, maybe
1: missing the playoffs would be the only shot. And even then, I'm sure, knowing them, they'd find an excuse. Oh well, this wasn't a real season anyway. They probably yeah. Our guys weren't ready for the season. Oh yeah, like every other team wasn't.
0: Yeah. And you can't make that injury excuse because you look at Tampa; they've had they've had a fucking barrage of injuries. They've too. had the
1: same, maybe more than us.
0: Yeah, probably. And to
1: key player to their key pitchers too, and yet they're what they yep. have the best record in the AL.
0: Yep. I don't know, man. And these just you look around this this fucking fan base, and a lot One of Yankees fans. Are it's, brutal. Yeah, it's, you know, the new training staff. They're going to be 110% healthy. Or we got a new ace and a new pitching coach. Oh, you yes, know, this because he
1: he's been
0: really good. Yeah, the pitching guru. Um, you know, it's just we rely so much on that bullshit. Uh, you know, Andahar had a great rookie year. He'll be sharp this year. Gary, don't give up on him. You know, three years ago, he was good. jean um, Carlos Stanton won an MVP one time 75 years oh, yeah, ago. MVP, like, yeah. it, it's we rely so much on the past. It's let's stay here. Let's stay in the moment and talk about what's going on right now. We're 21 and what? 19, 21 and 19 right now, closer to fourth place than we are to first place. Um, you know, five and 13 in our last 18 games or so. Yeah. It's,
1: we were 16 and six,
0: 16 and six,
1: Ryan. And now 21 and 19. Yeah. Healthy or not. It's garbage. It's garbage. And, it's I mean, not, and it starts with Cashman. Why didn't we get anyone at the deadline? Like Even, yeah, even a Marte. Marte and an Archie Bradley. I like, can't even do that.
0: Marte would have been a good contact But,
1: but and, and that's what this team has been lacking. We see it every October. Dude. Obviously, they're going to walk LeMayhew and then you just strike out the rest of the lineup.
0: And that's the thing, man. You, you rely on one guy like LeMahieu. When he's not on... There's absolutely no production. So you need him to be on all the time. And he normally he is, but you know, he's not gonna continue to hit fucking four hundred. So you have to have yeah. other guys step up. And the guys who were producing are now on the DL. And the guys that aren't on the DL are underachieving. There's nothing clicking right now with this team and it's it's just a fucking disaster.
1: And I'll give one I'll give one kudos. I'll give Luke Voigt. he's He's tough. He's been, He's been, dealing with the foot injury and he still plays unlike these other guys. If it was anyone else on this team, Oh, I got to go on the IL void. He conti- and he continues to produce too. He's been good. So, it's kudos it's, to him.
0: When they, you void and Frazier, I would say are three Yankees yep. um, that have pretty much been consistent from day one. Everybody else. Like I said, is, is either shelved right now or just like you said, not producing at all. Um, <laughs> we, I mean, if we don't go out there this week and beat the shit out of Toronto, then that's when we start talking about missing or making the playoffs. Right now, we're trying to fight for second place. But if we lose this series, we're going to be fighting for a playoff spot, Ryan.
1: And, and here's the thing. This next, what, well, the last month of the season here, tomorrow's game against Toronto, that's the first game they play against them this year. They're going to have to play them 10 times. So you have ten, ga- 10 games. If you can't win at least six of them, this team's got no shot. And then I don't good. think they're going to win six of them right now. I, I don't even know if they could win four or five of them right now. Not, not with the way they're playing.
0: I totally forgot they had 10 games against them.
1: Yeah. it's gonna. I think it's... Wow. Yeah. It's uh, seven games in Buffalo and then hmm. three at the stadium or something like that. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Oh, man.
1: I should say the mall. Excuse me.
0: The, the, the mall. shopping mall shopping mall <laughs> yeah Which, by yeah. the
1: way i mean how about all oh, this team's so good at home yeah they suck at home this year too
0: they're just it's nothing nothing's fucking clicking and you know not to be a downer but when they're fucking not playing well i'm gonna call them out and i'm not just gonna suck up to them the entire time i'll i'll, I'll give them credit when they deserve it and mm-hmm. they've not been close to living up to expectation they're supposed to be a team that goes out there wins 100 games or whatever the equivalent to that is um Know 40 or something win the division yep. um and then you know win the pennant get to the world series and see what's up from there but right now they they're not even you know they're on pace to win what maybe 30 32 games they you know, are right now maybe 32
1: at most yeah
0: definitely not winning the division and so you take those two things into account how the hell are they going to come back and and just all of a sudden be great in the postseason? And that's another thing, Ryan. It's like the injuries, everyone's saying, oh, you know, we'll be healthy by the postseason, we'll be healthy by the postseason. Didn't we just say that shit last year and look what happened? Mm -hmm. We were forced back and just underachieved.
1: Oh, no, I'm pretty sure Mike Stanton will find a way to – maybe he'll play the first game and then, oh, he's going to have some hamstring tightness or he's going to pull another calf muscle. He'll be out. You know how it goes with him. And I don't, I don't like being negative. I don't want to. I don't want to talk like this. I don't want us to be having this conversation right now. But the team, they've done this to themselves. And sorry that we're passionate and that we've seen enough of it. Unlike zombies who will just buy in no matter what. I'm not like that. If I, if I see my team suck, I'm going to call them out. It's just plain and simple. That's I had fine. a zombie going after me on Twitter today, saying, "Aren't you a Mets fan?" And then I, and then I said, "You know what? Maybe you should shut up, loser, and pay attention." To the standings, and he said, "You're just a negative fan." I was like, "Okay, block."
0: Block. Yo, I'm. I'm off Twitter. I haven't shit. I haven't been on that.
1: Rob, I, Twitter has become a cesspool. I
0: yeah, I don't go on that anymore, dude. These zombies
1: <laughs> are. I, I can't believe they still exist. But they're coming. They're coming after me more than ever now. <laughs> I'm hated by Yankees
0: Twitter, and I love it. Oh man, I can't. I can't. I just can't communicate with other guys online. It's just not fucking for me with these fucking you know, millennial fans and and Gen Gen X, Gen Z, whatever the fuck it is. And
1: then they like, and then they go after you, like personally, like they'll try to find up, like they'll try to find personal info about you.
0: They're insane. I mean, listen, but uh, fact of the matter is this Yankees team is underachieving, man. Um, You know, the, their manager doesn't look like he's doing a great job. Um, Their roster is underachieving from the rotation to the bullpen, to the lineup, to the bench. Nobody is nobody's going well. If somebody's gonna hit well, somebody else or you know, three or other three or four other guys are going to start slumping. Nobody's coming together at the same time. The whole unit is just a massive fucking uh disaster at the moment. And you know, in order to get out of this, you just gotta win. That's the only thing they can do. Um, but they haven't been coming around lately, so we just have to hope that shit starts to turn around them. Can we fucking play all of our starters tomorrow, please? Would I don't,
1: you would think so, but who knows? And here's it's it. Here's the problem: it's never a complete game with them. Either the pitching will be really good and the yeah. offense will suck, yeah. or the offense will finally produce and score seven, eight runs like they did against the Mets the other game, and the and the bullpen comes in and blows it. I mean, yeah. they can't all click at once, and it's pathetic.
0: They had a like a four-run lead or a three-run three lead twice against the Mets that one game yeah. a couple nights ago, and they blew both. Uh, even the yeah. Mets are, are fucking owning us, dude.
1: Three and three against the Mets is just garbage. Yep. And I'll tell you, those three wins, we didn't win those games. The Mets no, it was Patances,
0: games. and then there was a couple of other uh, occurrences. It was Patances and Diaz. Diaz, yeah.
1: But yet, no, no, this team, it's okay. They're going to get healthy. Listen, I hope they do, but I even even with them healthy right now, I can't see them. I can't see them going deep in October. Not That's without. the thing.
0: That's the thing. Man, it's not even like right now. Like, even if they were all healthy, and even if nothing none of these injuries happened, I still don't love the chances with that roster, and I say it again, mm-hmm. it's just the, the strikeouts in the lineup, yep. it's the rotation holes outside of a couple of guys, so even if they are fully healthy, I, I haven't, I never loved their chances to begin with, you know, we talk about this all the time, it's just, it's not really, it um, doesn't look like a World Series winning team to me.
1: Yeah, and here's the thing with the wild card round, even if they do make it, if Cole gets lit up in the first game, you're done. It's a best of three. Maybe you can win with Tanaka because Tanaka usually proves himself in October. So maybe, maybe he'll prove himself again. But then, Wait. who are you going to go throw out there for that decisive game three?
0: Big yeah. pussy. Yeah. And on the other end, Not the numbers? offense got to produce. Yep. You can't hit elite and pitching just, ever.
1: And I, and uh, how great would that be if they end up the eighth seed and get Tampa?
0: Oh. Yeah, that shit's oh, over. That would be are you kidding me? Oh my oh, god! That would be awesome. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's just garbage right now. It's it's not fun, and yet I continue to torture myself by watching. I, I don't know why I do. It's, just, it's a disease, right? Yeah. I just don't know what else to do. And,
0: yeah, it's I'm
1: watching these losers every night, and I'm ranting on Twitter <laughs> about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's. you got anything to add? I'm, we pretty much covered it all.
1: I mean, there's not really much else to add right now. <laughs> they just suck, and and like so we covered it all. I'm, I mean, hopefully, maybe this week they turn it around. Doubtful, but I mean, it, it just keeps saying maybe the next night. It's
0: crazy man, I was mm-hmm. saying, you know, I almost get, I almost guaranteed they'd at least win the division because I feel like that would have at least been easy for them. Mm-hmm. But here we are, we're talking about hovering over five hundred. <laughs>
1: so. Unbelievable, and and uh, I mean, like I said, they were even sixteen and six. I I thought this team would cruise. In. Yeah,
0: forty wins. Yeah. Well,
1: that Tampa series, that first one where they got swept, th- that showed me all I need to know. That was it, and they that haven't, and they haven't been able to to uh, bounce back since, and it's just embarrassing. Yeah, it's man. not, it's not the Yankees. I, if only George Steinbrenner saw this, everyone would be out.
0: Yep, it's not your father's Yankees. That's what they no. say.
1: Said it's Hal's cost cost efficient Yankees. Gotta love them.
0: Do you saw an article I sent you the other day?
1: Yes, It was really good
0: because good, dude. Anytime well, I, I read one of his, he's always on point. It's spot on. Yeah,
1: he's good. Uh, but like I said, I know I was joking with you, but like, I would not be surprised if Alan Cashman said, nope, no more action.
0: But sure you were serious at first. I was like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> I mean, you can't put it past these guys. Nah. It, it's like Dolan. Up, oh, you're yeah. done.
0: Dolan. Oh, shit. Dude, what do you think we're doing with number eight?
1: I don't know. Cole, Cole Anthony, maybe? You think? <laughs> I know you don't love him. No, I mean, I, I've seen him in person. He's I, he's talented. I just, uh, he's not, I don't think he would fit well here, but.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: Then again, it's just classic Knicks get the eighth pick. But honestly, I'd rather watch the Knicks at this point than watch this loser or baseball.
0: Team, <laughs> so. I'm getting there. I'm not there yet. I'm getting there. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's fucking, it's tough. Uh,
1: it's just atrocious.
0: Top we'll to bottom, see. just atrocious. We'll see what happens. Ryan, thank you, man, for coming on. I appreciate
1: it. Of course, it. Rob. Appreciate it.
0: All right, buddy. This podcast is sponsored by Anchor.